Welcome to episode 35 of the Aligned Women podcast. Today's episode is for you if you've ever thought that you would really like to be taking home more money for your family and to pay down your student loan debts, but that you didn't want to see more patients necessarily and didn't want to work more hours or be giving away more of your energy to other people. And you just kind of dismissed the whole idea because you thought this is crazy and probably not even possible. Today's interview with Dr. Jamie Tormuir is going to tell you how it can be possible for you to earn more income, help your ideal patients in a deeper way, and for you to gain some freedom over your time in the long run. So we're also going to hear from Dr. Liz Berg today with a practice tip and Dr. Aaron Jacob Stagner with a working mom hack. Before we get started with today's episode, I just want to remind you that if you want to get more from Aligned Women, then head over to alignedwomen.com and subscribe to the Aligned Women Insiders, our email newsletter list. So again, alignedwomen.com. Let's get started. You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Hey everyone, I'm here today with Dr. Jamie. Dr. Jamie, thanks so much for joining me today for this new podcast episode and your first time being on the Align Women podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. Yeah, no problem. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you again for taking the time out of your day. Go ahead and tell us a bit more about yourself, your family, and your practice. Sure. So um, I am... I'm a chiropractor married to a chiropractor. Um, So my husband and I um, met in school. We have separate practices, although we are kind of transitioning into him playing a larger role with my practice, but um, that will be seen how that goes in the future. Um, We have a 17 month old daughter um, and I opened up my practice in 2011. My philosophy with my practice has been very much a keep it simple type of philosophy. So I realized that there was two ends to any equation, the money that you earn and the money that you spend. And if I could keep the money that I spent pretty low, that I could work a little bit less hard and not drive myself crazy and, um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing since 2011. So it's pretty much me and my patients and my hand and my table. And my practice is about eight minutes down the road from where I live. And that's how I roll. Recently, I've been incorporating a lot of nutrition, which we'll talk about in the future here. You've been keeping it simple longer than you have had a daughter. I have. What gave you the foresight to keep things simple for yourself? Um, I think it's that I'm cheap. Honestly, um, <laughs> I, uh, I was kind of into the whole Dave Ramsey budgeting thing. And so I, I incorporated a lot of those principles into my personal life of like, okay, you know, if I only have this much money to work with, I only have this much 
you know, money to spend. And so I can, you know, play with both sides of the equation there. And so I decided I should probably use those philosophies in my practice as well. So that was, you know, kind of how that all started. Um, I talked to one of my colleagues at one point who told me that in her office, they needed to see, I think it was 80 or 90 patients a month before they started making money. And I did the calculation. And at that point, I think I needed to see six. And I was like, wow, like that is a huge difference. I'm sure mine, well, no, I know mine has gone up since then. But uh, yeah. This is something I feel like we really connect well on because I keep it simple as well. Mm -hmm. In regard to expenses for my practice, they are less than $500 a month. Yeah. There's a lot of messages in social media, especially telling us, well, when you invest more, when you create a bigger practice, you'll attract more people. The bottom line for us, especially now as moms, is that more people means more time. Right. Always. More to manage. You know, it's not just the patients that you're adjusting, but it's, you know, the billing and the documentation and, you know, more staff members, potentially more space. There's a lot more that comes with those more patients. Yes, there, there really is. And, and more energy that you give okay. to all of those things as well. For sure. Speaking of patients, tell us more about who your ideal patient is. Um, well, I've been diving into this with you a lot more lately through our Facebook groups, but um, I tend to see more females than males. Um, unlike many of your listeners, I don't think that the pregnant mom is my ideal patient. Um, mine is more the, the woman who is starting to realize that she just doesn't feel great. She doesn't have as much energy as she used to have. Maybe her digestive system is a little weird. Maybe, you know, she's wondering if her thyroid is working properly. Um, those sorts of issues. Uh, and then, yeah, so I, I do a lot of things outside of chiropractic to, you know, incorporate diet and stress and, movement to help her to, you know, regain that energy and feel better about life. Did you intentionally pick that person as your ideal patient or did you feel like it evolved? It evolved for sure. Um, when I first started, I did not have an ideal patient and I didn't ever think about that. I pretty much took anybody and everybody that, you know, walked through the door. Um, but that's just kind of what it turned into. And I think it happened the more and more that I incorporated nutrition into the practice because, you know, as you and I both know, the, the mom figure in a family is key to, you know, getting dinner on the table in a lot of cases. And, you know, she's the one who thinks about what her kids are eating and what's, you know, who does, the grocery shopping oftentimes. And so I think as I started gearing more towards, you know, the nutrition aspect of everything, she is the one who gravitated more towards me. Yeah. What's working well in your practice right now to attract more of those types of patients? 
So I do an email newsletter every week that goes out to my patients. And then I post that on uh, my Facebook page. Um, I've noticed with Facebook specifically that I do need to share it on my personal page as well if I want to see it get more traffic. And I didn't like that initially because I was trying to very much separate, you know, work from personal. But then I just came to realize over time that, you know what, this is my message. This is me. And if I'm behind it, I'm okay with putting it out there personally. I would never, you know, write a blog that I didn't want people to see. So, so yeah, I guess I just used that thought process to get, get past the aspect of sharing it on my personal page. Um, I don't know if you've noticed that with the Facebook algorithms, but, uh, Yes, absolutely. And it seems like it can go either way. You post on your Facebook page and share it to your personal page is going to get more views. Or mm -hmm. if you post something on your personal page and then share it to your Facebook page, it gets more views rather than just posting it on your Facebook page and leaving it there. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, Facebook really wants you to be sharing and Facebook really wants you to be, if you're on a business page, to be paying for views. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I do that, and besides that, I I developed a nutrition boot camp program that I uh, I take people through. So uh, that's the other thing that gets a lot of new people in the door, and then gets them to kind of know, like, and trust me. And you know, many of them become patients and then take the program, and many of them take the program and then become patients. So it can go both ways, but. Your nutrition boot camp was the reason that I asked you to be on the show today. I figured that. In, in addition to the fact that I really love you, right? But specifically because you have created this program, um, you have done it in a way that I think is really awesome. So I'd like to hear more from you about how you got started with it. Sure. So it has been, it's been a process and an evolution over time. Um, I think it, at the very beginning started, I took this uh, anti-inflammatory diet series with Dr. David Seaman back in 2012. And, you know, it really resonated with me. He kept talking about how, you know, getting back to the basics with food and having this anti-inflammatory diet could help with he went through, I don't know, it felt like a hundred different conditions, you know, joint pain and muscle pain and arthritis and heart disease, blood pressure, cancer. He just, you know, kept ramming this point home and it really resonated with me. And I decided, you know, at that point that I needed to make some changes to my diet. Um, you know, I had been eating a more processed food convenient diet. And, and so when I started implementing those changes in my life, I, you know, incorporated more vegetables, more meat, just real food. I noticed that my seasonal allergies disappeared and that acne disappeared. And so I just started talking with all of my patients about nutrition and what, what are you eating and trying to convince them to get on this real food bandwagon with me. 
Um, but the amount of time that I saw them in the office wasn't enough to get them to fully understand the benefits and to understand how to do it and to understand why. And so um, initially I started by actually teaching cooking classes. I partnered with a local restaurant and we taught cooking classes, which was good and helpful and practical, but still wasn't quite enough time for them to fully grasp why am I doing this. Um, It it did help with the how a lot, but um, it also took a lot of my time. And in doing a cooking class, there's a lot of overhead. You have to buy all of the ingredients and all of, you know, the cutting boards and the knives. And uh, so every time I did a class, you know, there was that aspect. And then it just, it took a lot of my time, you know, in the evenings and, and outside of my practice. So I moved towards um, trying to figure out how I could do something online. I took a course called the Course Builders Laboratory, um, where they gave us some structure in designing a course. And, and so I decided, you know, this is, this is something that I could do. Um, and so I just made a basic outline of what all the important concepts were that I thought people should know about what they should be eating. And, um, and then just kind of implemented that into a program. Uh, so do you want me to talk at all about how this program works specifically or? Sure. If you'd like to, you can share more about that. Of course. So, um, so how I decided to structure it was, um, I do, I do a seven week program and in the seven weeks they get an email every single day from me. I decided that they would be more motivated to stick with the changes I was asking them to make if they understood how to do it, why to do it, and we're actually doing it so they could see potential results from the program. So um, so during the first week of the program, it's really just a very basic introduction into eating real food, but I give them a food list of, in my mind, what some green light foods are that are great foods to eat, what some yellow light foods are that, you know, you might want to do a little bit more in moderation and then what the red light foods are that we want to avoid. So those would be a lot of the processed foods. Um, And, and then after we get through the how to do it, you know, we'll kind of go through cooking, uh, what to eat for breakfast, what to eat for lunch, what to eat for dinner, some basic meal plans. Then I go through all of the whys and I just kind of one by one tell them about all of the, Sorry, my oven is beeping. <laughs> Actual real yeah. food cooking and in process. I am cooking, yes. <laughs> yep. I can probably actually take the egg casserole out of the oven so it doesn't just burn instead of just turning that off. <laughs> I'm sorry, Danielle. No, you're fine. Okay, now that I'm not going to be burning down my house, um, <laughs> <laughs> then... Um, yeah, I give them, you know, digestive tips. So we kind of start with, you know, what, what's going on in the brain, you know, parasympathetic versus sympathetic, what's going on in the mouth, uh, you know, the stomach, large intestine, small intestine, what should your poop look like? I mean, a common question that people never 
you know, maybe have thought about before. Is this normal? Is this not? I don't know. I only see, you know, what's in my own toilet. So, you know, it sounds ridiculous, but it can actually be really helpful and tell you a lot of information. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I just kind of go through all of the, the topics that I found to be important one by one. They get an email every day for those seven weeks. And, and then... Uh, I'm still tweaking, I'm still tweaking kind of my next, my next steps with them. Um, because I do have some people that get to the end of that and really want, want more, want a more in-depth look. And I haven't took the, taken the time to develop that material yet. But, um, but yeah, you know, most of the people, when they, they do these changes, they start to feel a lot better. And then those that don't, you know, I can help them further tweak, you know, if they have, certain digestive issues going on. Um, I've been doing a lot more functional medicine in my practice. And so I use some of those strategies to help those people in addition to, you know, treating them with normal chiropractic care that we are all familiar with. Absolutely. In addition to obviously helping your patients in a, in a new way and helping them more fully with mm -hmm. their health overall, why was it important for you to start this program? So, I, when I was, uh, I mean, I already was interested in nutrition. I, ever since I can remember, you know, if I was, even when I was an undergrad before I went to chiropractic school, if you put me on a computer and just told me to Google whatever topics I want to Google, that would, I would read about nutrition. I would read about food. It was just, it's always been very interesting to me. And uh, when I started taking the Course Builders Laboratory, they, they said, picture yourself on a beach. And the only thing you have is a book. What, what book is it that you get to read? And, you know, that was what I pictured. And so it's just kind of like, if this is what I enjoy doing and what I enjoy talking about, I need to find a way for it to be a part of my practice. Um, you know, I've, I, I love chiropractic, don't get me wrong, I have never considered myself the most skilled practitioner with, I don't know, you could call it finding a subluxation or something like that. I, that's not, that's not me. Some people are truly, truly gifted in that regard, and that's, that's not me. And, um, you know, and I, I do, I do adjust people. I do, I do a lot of active release techniques. So I do a lot of soft tissue work on patients, but there was just something missing. And uh, this has just kind of fit that equation and really helped me to feel like I'm, you know, getting my patients as, as healthy as I can. So. I can really relate to what you've, what you've described because I've, never felt like the actual hands-on part of chiropractic has been my greatest strength or skill. Right. Do I help people feel better through addressing yeah. them? Absolutely. Absolutely. All the time. Mm -hmm. But it's just never felt to me like exactly where I was supposed to be in chiropractic. Mm -hmm. And there's the potential for us to feel bad and for, or for us to feel guilty or even ashamed of that. However, I really believe that we're given different strengths and talents on purpose because mm -hmm. we get to serve people in a different way. 
that resonates with you and with them as well. Right. So it's a beautiful blend for you of what really lights you up and what you love talking about and what really mm -hmm. helps your patients right. live and healthier lives patients, too. Patients can tell that too. Like, you know, they can tell if you're really passionate about something and, and behind something and, and if you're not or not the most confident, they can tell. And, you know, they're not going to be as confident in you if you're not confident in yourself with a certain one of your skill sets. So there's no way for us to measure the impact that has on our outcomes with care. But I, oh, no. I'm certain that it does have an outcome an mm -hmm. impact on the outcome of care. Right. How much time would you say that you've committed to developing your nutrition boot camp program? Ooh. Oh, geez. If you start back in the days, I mean, of the cooking classes and added all of that up, probably, I don't know, 500 plus hours, but... Yeah, a lot know. of time, right? Yeah. What would you say to a mom who is listening to us have this, this chat and thinking, yeah, she would love to find ways that she can help her patients more fully and even earn an income, extra income doing that, but she's like, how do I find the time to do that? Right. So, so I only, I only work at my office three half days a week. And so once I decided that this was a priority, you know, kind of like you talk about a lot, I, I made the time, you know, it's not the finding the time thing doesn't happen. And so, you know, I, I knew that this was something that I wanted to do. So I made the time. And the other thing that I did was I realized that some people are very highly self-motivated. I'm pretty highly self-motivated, but, but I gain a lot of motivation from having other people depend on me because I don't want to feel like I'm letting them down. So, you know, I recruited a group of people to be my guinea pigs. And I said, okay, we're going to start. We're starting next week and I'm going to send you an email every day. And I maybe had the first 14 of them written. And there were some nights where it was like, shoot, it is 10 o'clock at night and I don't know what I'm sending them tomorrow. I need to figure that out. And so I would, you know, maybe stay up a little bit later than I should have, but I would get it done. And the first group of people that went through the program, the order was kind of all over the place. You know, it was not very well organized the way that it is now. Um, but it got me content generated. And from the point of having that content generated and just starting somewhere, it was able to just kind of grow and evolve and improve. And I'm, you know, continuously trying to evolve and improve it. You know, it's not at an end stage and I don't know that it ever will be, but. This is a great example, Jamie, of starting before you're ready Mm -hmm. And not waiting until the fear has gone away because the fear doesn't go away until you no. start taking action and not waiting for it to be perfect because it won't be perfect until you start working on it. Right. Yeah. The guy who taught the uh, course builders lab course, he gave an example that, you know, the first course he ever developed, he locked himself in a hole to try to make it perfect. And he did this for a year and sold three of them. And it's like, oh my gosh, I did all of this for a year. 
and, you know, didn't actually sell it, you know, if you have the people, one, it forces you to do it, but two, you get feedback from them all the way along. So you can tell what's working, what's not, what they're kind of, you know, vibing with. And, and I think there's a plus too, you know, because they, they knew going into it that they were my guinea pigs. So they weren't necessarily expecting something polished. And, you know, they got, I think the first group I let do it for free. I probably should have charged them something, but I was, you know, so they knew that they were my guinea pigs. Um, and I told them my expectation of them in order to get this program for free was that I expected them to give me feedback to help me to make it better. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. Good work. Jamie, if there's a mom or maybe even not a mom listening to the show today who would like to connect with you and learn more about you and your practice, where's the best place for her to find you? Um, I am, I'm going to go with Facebook. I'm on Facebook a lot. Um, my name on Facebook is Jamie Trip Tamir. So Trip was my maiden name, but I still have it on there, even though I have changed that. Um, but I think I would be the only Jamie trip to mirror that you would be able to find on Facebook. So feel free to send me a message, add me as a friend and, um, chat with me about any of this. Awesome. Thank you so much for everything that you've shared today. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Hi, my name is Dr. Liz Berg, and I practice at Nourish Family Wellness in New Brighton, Minnesota. I am here to share with you my practice growth hack today. Uh, this practice growth item is not phenomenal. It is not fancy. It does not include a lot of money or a lot of time or effort, and that is why I love it. And it seems to be a surefire way to expand my practice. Um, and this practice growth hack is sending thank you notes. So every once in a while, if I have a few five minutes of downtime where I really can't get anything productive done, I'll look through my schedule from maybe over the last three weeks, and I'll pick out three clients that I want to send a thank you note to. In the thank you note, I'll usually say something along the lines of, thank you for letting me care for you and your family um, at Nourish. And it is so appreciated that um, you would trust me to care for you. Sincere thanks, Dr. Liz Burke. And this item, and I'll usually send my business card in there, um, is a surefire way to get people remembering, oh yeah, I had a great experience there. I want to tell someone else. Uh, but in and of the least, it's a way for them to remember we treat families. So this is a growth hack that often helps get in current family members into our practice, which is a wonderful way. And we love treating families at our practice. So that's what we're going for is just... Um, caring for the whole family and ensuring that they're healthy in all regards. Thanks for listening to my practice growth hack today. Get out there, buy some thank you notes and send them on. Okay. So it's Aaron Jacobs again, and, um, I work for myself. So it's Dr. Aaron Jacobs, DC PA, and I'm in Greenwood, Mississippi. And as far as working mom tricks, I'll tell you what's worked for us as far as meal planning because my husband gets off an hour before I do and we go to church two hours away from our house. 
So Monday through Fridays, we don't have time to make dinner before dinner. And Saturdays is done. We're Seventh-day Adventist. So from Friday at sundown till Saturday at sundown, we do no work. So the biggest thing that's helpful for us as far as working mom tricks is meal prep. Sunday afternoons, um, we cook any meat that we're going to eat for the week. Now, I'm a vegetarian, so that means my husband and my kids will eat meat for the week, not me. Um, so all of that is cooked on Sunday, and then we sit down and we talk about what are we going to eat through the week. Um, like for Monday, it's usually Mexicans or Mexican night. Tuesday is usually pasta. Wednesday is usually um, some kind of casserole or all vegetarian. Thursday is leftover or pop-up night, as we call it at our house. And then Friday evening, we usually do some kind of breakfast or egg sandwiches or something like that for dinner. So we kind of know as we go through the week what we're going to have for dinner, and it allows us to meal prep and grocery shop a whole lot easier. All right, have fun with that one. Bye. Hey mama, I want to thank you for listening to the show today and invite you to become an Aligned Women Insider. When you subscribe, you'll get access to our upcoming free Ideal Patient Challenge and bi-monthly masterclasses, plus insights from me on growing a practice that's right for you and your family that I only share with insiders. So head over to AlignedWomen.com and subscribe today.